Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. So I'm a father of what? I got to find a babysitter. I found Care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. We all know about the atrocities that were committed by Hamas last October the 7th, which kicked off a vicious war as Israel defends herself from terrorists on every side. The toll on the Israeli people is staggering and massive. Hundreds of thousands of Israelis have been forced from their homes. Entire communities have been torn apart. Lives devastated by death and destruction. Well, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, they are right in the middle of it, all of this, every single day. They're distributing critical essentials for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. The need is great, and that's why I'm partnering with IFCJ right now. Every donation is urgently needed to help the people of Israel. To donate from your mobile phone, dial pound 250. When prompted, say the keyword support IFCJ. That's dial pound 250 from your mobile phone and say the keyword support IFCJ when prompted. Your gift will be matched to double the impact and help provide twice the support. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword support IFCJ. Thank you and God bless. I have a very simple question I'm going to ask you today, and it's this question. Would you trust an individual with your children if you knew that individual funded a program where insects were purposely used to eat baby puppies alive? Would you trust that person with your kids? Would you trust a doctor if you knew that that doctor had funded an experiment of insects eating beagle puppies alive? Would you trust a teacher to teach your kids if you knew that that teacher had given the green light and given money to fund an experiment of insects eating beagle puppies alive? Would you trust that person with a vaccine for your children that they want to mandate on all of us? Because guess what? That is exactly what Dr. Fauci has done. There is a new shock and disgusting report out. The Dr. Fauci's NIH division partially funded insects eating beagles alive. And the beagles were bothering the doctors. So they just ripped out their vocal cords. That's right. There's a new report out that the man who you're supposed to be trusting with your COVID-19 vaccines, a man that you're supposed to be trusting with all things that deal with national health, greenlighted an experiment of insects eating beagle puppies alive. Nonprofit organization White Coat Waste Project now has Republicans and Democrats outraged. In fact, Republicans and Democrats in Congress have signed a letter this week demanding to know why the NIAID the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, one of the 27 institutes under the NIH, funded an experiment that locked beagles' heads in cages while hordes of hungry sandflies ate them alive. Dr. Fauci allowed this. You don't believe me? All right, go to the Hill newspaper. It's liberal, not conservative. I'm going to read from the Hill newspaper. And by the way, I hope that every single one of you right now that gets to hear this, will share our podcast with all this information on your social media pages, with your family, and with your friends. Because everybody needs to know that this madman, and I believe that Dr. Fauci is a madman after reading what 
has happened, not only with the Wuhan Institute of Virology but, and gain-of-function research, but also with these beagle puppies. This is a madman. This is not a man that anybody should be trusting with their national health. And I don't say that lightly because I've never called Fauci a madman. I have never said this before because I didn't have anything to make me believe he was a madman until now. I'm not saying this for ratings. I'm not saying this for shock. I'm not saying this for any. I truly believe it now that Dr. Fauci is a psychotic madman who's in charge of our national health and he should never be allowed to be in this position now knowing what we know. According to The Hill, and if you're angry over this, don't turn the channel. Don't be mad at me. Don't switch to another podcast. You need to hear this, and you need to make sure everybody else hears this because it's the guy that is in charge of the vaccines and, and, and everything that comes to your safety and all the rules of COVID-19 that include your children. If you can't stomach this, stomach it. Because this is the guy that you're supposed to trust, and this is the guy that was elected by no one, the highest paid government official in the United States government, who has decided to totally fundamentally change the way we operate in this country, taking away your freedoms. According to the Hill, the Beagles were infected on purpose with disease-causing parasites to test an experimental drug on them. The experiment transpired in Tunisia, North Africa laboratory, where as many as 44 beagle puppies endured what Representative Nancy Mace referred to as a cruel and reprehensible misuse of taxpayer funds. Now, if you don't want to hear the story, just know your taxpayer dollars went to this, so you should hear this story, and I'll say it again. Every single person that hears this, you need to share this and let all of your family and friends know that this is what Dr. Fauci has done while he was a director at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and your tax dollars went for this. This is a madman that should be trusted by no one. You want to know how sick these people were? You want to know how psychotic they were? How, how much of a, a deranged individual you have to be? To eliminate barking of the dogs as they're being eaten alive and the screaming of the dogs as they're being eaten alive the beagle puppies had their vocal cords ripped out that's right they removed them the investigation shows that Fauci's NIH division shipped part of a $375,000 grant your tax dollars to this lab in Tunisia to drug beagles and lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sand flies so that the insects could eat them alive. They also locked beagles alone in cages in the desert overnight for nine consecutive nights to use them as bait to attract the infectious sand flies. The White Coat Waste Project claims that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration does not require drugs to be tested on dogs. Doesn't matter because when you're a madman, you do whatever the hell you want to. That includes sending money to Wuhan, to the Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research with COVID-19 that your tax dollars went for, and you get to lie to Congress about it, and apparently there's no accountability. This is a madman. You got Democrats, by the way, and Republicans have signed on to this letter from Representative Mace. You've got crazy liberals like Steve Cohen and hardcore conservatives like Scott Perry, who have signed on to this letter. Now, you want to know what's disgusting? Dr. Fauci was actually on TV this weekend when this news broke, and not a single person asked, not one single person asked one single question about this to Dr. Fauci. Now, he was on ABC this week. Were they asking about the dogs being eaten alive? Of course not. They were trying to get him a get-out-of-free-jail card. Dr. Fauci tripling, quadrupling down now, saying, it is impossible for viruses researched by Wuhan lab to lead to COVID-19. The rest of the world saying that's not true, Dr. Fauci, but ABC News this week with George Stephanopoulos, the guy that worked for the Clintons, trying to get him out of jail, folks. Take a listen. of November. 
The controversy over whether the U.S. was funding risky COVID research in Wuhan was kicked up again this week when the NIH released a letter about that research, which showed that the subcontractor had not disclosed some results in a timely manner. Now, and now some critics and analysts have seized on that to say you and others have misled the public about U.S. funding of this so-called gain-of-function research. The NIH says that's false. Our medical unit backs that up. But Senator Rand Paul stepped up that criticism in a new interview with Oxios on HBO. Let's play it. Dr. Fox, you should be fired Absolutely. by the president. Absolutely. The thing is, is just for lack of judgment of nothing else, I don't, you know, he's probably never going to admit that he lied. He's going to continue to dissemble and try to work around the truth and massage the truth. I want to give you the opportunity to respond to Senator Paul, but also yeah. explain what was the United States funding, what wasn't it funding, and why that's important. Well, I, I obviously totally disagree with Senator Paul. He's absolutely incorrect. Neither I nor Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the NIH, lied or misled about what we've done. The framework under which we have guidance about the conduct of research that we fund the funding at the Wuhan Institute was to be able to determine what is out there in the environment in bat viruses in China. And the research... This, this by the way, is right now is when he should have stepped in and said, well, hold on a second. You're not answering the question. Answer the question. There's a lot of people watching right now that want to know if you lied to Congress. He lets him just keep rambling on, trying to hide behind medical terminology to not answer the question he was asked was very strictly under what we call a framework of oversight of the type of research and under those well, okay hold on a second he's saying that it was all under this tight research and under these tight guidelines what how did that work out for us you want to answer that question how did the, how did that work out for us Fauci your tight guidelines that this was supposed to happen under which you're trying to somehow say well it didn't really happen but even if it did happen, it would have happened under tight guidelines, so therefore it didn't happen. What in the hell are you talking about? By the way, during this interview, you know, it's a massive scandal. Hey, you, you had money going to eat dogs alive, babies, and you ripped their vocal cords out. What do you have to say to the American people that are furious over this, Dr. Fauci? Was that question asked? Nope. Why would we ask that question? No need to ask that question. That's a question that no one needs to ask, right? Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson. Inflation is heavily eroding your purchasing power, putting your savings, your retirement accounts, and future legacy at risk. With more taxes, the continuous threat of war, a national debt exceeding $34 trillion, and the push for central bank digital currencies. Our financial freedom is at stake. So if you have $50,000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. In times of economic uncertainty, securing your family's financial future is essential. Freedom Gold USA is here to empower you. You can act now by calling them 1-800-655-8843. And you can find out more by visiting them at freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Why should you go there? Because the team at Freedom Gold USA is ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in these uncertain times. Learn how to add gold and silver to your IRA or have it shipped to your home. You can safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future today. Now, here's the best part. When you call them, you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's right. Call 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. 
to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Center Paul, by the way, has responded to that NIH letter revelation. He did a sit-down interview about Fauci lying, and you heard Fauci refusing to answer the question there on ABC This Week about him lying. And, and I want you to hear what... Senator Paul had to say he got him on the record. He got Fauci on the record lying. He knows he lied. The NIH is throwing him under the bus like everybody knows that Fauci lied. Why is nothing being done and how does this guy still have a job? Because he is the useful idiot of the left to take away all your rights and your freedoms. This is not about your safety. This is not about your protection. This is about taking away your rights. Take a listen to what Senator Paul had to say about Fauci and the NIH admitting funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan. You're running for re-election this year. You just set a record for your quarterly fundraising uh, for a Senate race. And one of your donation pages says, fire Dr. Fauci. Hmm. How helpful has that been? You know, I think that people across the country are very disturbed at uh, how much he's lied, basically, that he's in charge of the entire thing. Yeah, we're still going at it. We have brand new news today, you know, that says that the NIH is now admitting that there was gain-of-function research there, and he lied about it. Yeah, so this this is a a letter from uh, the National Institutes of Health to Congress, and it acknowledges funding research uh, in Wuhan that you and Dr. Fauci had gone at it about. Right. And so in the letter, they acknowledged that, yes, uh, the viruses did gain in function. They became more uh, dangerous. So they've created a virus that doesn't exist in nature. It's become more dangerous. That is gain of function. Now, they try to justify it by saying, well, it was an unexpected result. I'm not sure I could buy that. Think about it. You take an unknown virus, you combine it with another virus, and you get a super virus. You have no idea whether it gains functions or loses function. That's what the experiment is. But I don't know how anybody could argue that that's not gain-of-function research. So, Senator, you had a hot tweet. You said, I told you so, doesn't even begin to cover it here. What should happen next? Well, he should be fired. I mean, the thing is, he still... Dr. Fauci should be fired by the president. Absolutely. The thing is, is... Just for lack of judgment, if nothing else, I don't, you know, he's probably never going to admit that he lied. He's going to continue to dissemble and try to work around the truth and massage the truth. Let me go out on a limb. President Biden is not going to fire Dr. Fauci. So what can Congress do or what are you going to try to do? We're calling for an investigation uh, and, and hearings on this. We've been calling for that for months. But you're right. There's been a great deal of resistance on the Democrat side. But would we not want to know the origin of the virus and to know if it came from a lab particularly since this research still goes on. By the way, particularly since this research still goes on. Did you hear that at the very end there? They're still doing this research in in China. They're still doing this research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Maybe somebody should wake up and like pay attention to that. That's kind of big news, folks, isn't it? It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, they're still doing it. Why is it, by the way, the Democrats don't want to investigate Fauci? That is, an, that is a, a question that people need to ask. What are they so afraid of? Why aren't they trying to protect this guy? I, they don't want to lose their guy. Even after Senator Paul says, I told you so, and the NIH in this letter proves that Fauci was lying, they're still defending this man. Why? Because he allows you to do whatever you want to do when it comes to taking away people's freedoms. That's why. This is about taking away your freedoms. He wants to take them away. Democrats want to take them away. And when both groups of people want to take them away, game on. Right? Game on. You got both groups of people that want to take them away. This guy is your best ally. He can claim for medical reasons that his right, that your rights don't exist. And then claim he's just doing it to try to save your life. Why would the left ever get rid of this guy? He's their best friend. They'll let you, I mean, this guy will, you just go to him and say, I want you to do this, this, and this. I want you to take away this right and this right and this right. I want you to say this, this, and this. And he'll do it. He'll say it. No questions asked. Over and over again, 
Fauci is out there, and over and over again, Fauci cannot be trusted. And did they ask him a question about the dogs? No, why would we do that? You know, even Dr. Fauci this weekend was putting words in a dead man's mouth. Dr. Fauci on NBC talking about Colin Powell. Here's what he had to say about Colin Powell dying. Well, first of all, it was very unfortunate. Uh, General Powell is truly was truly a, a great, great American. And it's very sad yes. that he passed away. But as he himself, I knew General Powell, uh, uh, an extraordinary man that he would tell you himself, go ahead and get vaccinated because it really is a highly protective. Yeah, there it is. Let's use the dead now. Let's just. Oh, well, General Powell would tell you this. He would. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can, absolutely. Yeah. There's new variants, by the way, of the COVID-19 that are coming out. Fauci was asked about that. Well, he says, hey, that's just always going to happen. So get vaccinated and don't lose your vaccine status of being fully vaccinated. Don't, don't forget to get that booster shot. You better get your kids vaccinated. Examination of the data. Yeah, well, isn't that risk compounded by the fact that the, the, the more people are not vaccinated, the more of a possibility for variants to develop, like what we're seeing in uh, Britain? And I'm curious what the concern is to, uh, that we have here in America to go beyond Delta, to have the next one, and it could be worse than Delta, more trans- transmissible if that's possible. Where do we stand in terms of the concern about variants? Well, we always pay close attention to variants as they arise. As you mentioned, there's about 10 or 15 percent of the isolates now are the new Delta Plus in the UK. We're keeping an eye on it on that. The Delta variant, the classic Delta variant, is still more than 99 percent of the isolates in this country. So we still are very firmly entrenched with Delta. But you always keep your eye out when you see new variants arise to make sure that we're able to be continued to be protected. One of the things you mentioned is quite true, that the more virus that's circulating in the community, the more likelihood you will get to get mutations that will lead to a new variant, which is the reason why we keep talking about why it's so important for as many people to get vaccinated as possible, because when you do have many, the overwhelming majority of people vaccinated, it gives the virus less of an opportunity to evolve to a new variant. They're never going to stop. That's what that last clip with Fauci should tell you. They're never going to stop. They are going to tell you over and over again, you must get vaccinated. You have to get vaccinated. You must you, you, you must do this and then get the booster and then get the next booster and then get the next booster. And, and, and if you ask any questions about the booster, well, then you're an anti-vaxxer. CDC expands eligibility for COVID booster shots endorses mix and match approach that's good news right just blindly go do it we told you to do it go do it and then add to that the boosters which it appears now mixing and matching is fine who should get a booster and how protected are you uh if you have that that third shot well it's very very clear from studies that we've done here in the united states and that others have done uh in israel and other places that when you give a booster, for example, a third shot to an mRNA two-shot regimen or an additional shot to the J&J, you markedly enhance your immune capability as measured by the level of antibodies. And there's good clinical data from Israel to indicate that you dramatically diminish the likelihood that you'll get infected and that you will get a serious outcome if you do get infected. So the availability of boosters is really a very good thing. And the CDC and the FDA and their authorization and in their recommendations has made it very clear for J&J, it's individuals 18 or older. For the mRNA, it's 65 and older. And anyone 18 to 64 who has any of the underlying conditions or who live or work in a place that puts them at increased risk of getting infected. So get it, folks. Get it. So let's just recap real quick where we are. You got a guy that's telling you to get vaccinated as fast as you possibly can. Who also had no problem. Had no issue at all. Funding an experiment of insects eating beagle puppies alive and ripping their vocal cords out so they didn't have to hear them whine. You have no problem 
You're supposed to have no problem taking medical advice from a guy that used beagle puppies infected with disease-causing parasites to test an experimental drug on them. And we paid for this. Your tax dollars paid for this. You, you, you paid for up to 44 beagle puppies to endure cruel and reprehensible misuse of your tax dollars. $375,000 grant to this lab to drug the beagles, lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sand flies so the insects could eat them alive. And don't worry, we didn't have to hear them complain. No, the dogs, nuh-uh. We didn't have to worry about that because we cut their vocal cords out. And this is the guy that you're supposed to trust on all of this. The same guy that says, oh, I didn't fund gang of function research. Here's the proof. And I said, you did it. Nope, didn't do it. No, you did. Nope, didn't do it. Didn't happen. Never happened. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Promise it didn't happen. Never happened. Wake up, folks, and fight back. Stand up to these vaccine mandates. Stand up for your rights before they take everything we have and everything that makes this country great away from us. All of our freedoms they want to get rid of. They want to tell you when and where you can eat, when and where you can go to school, who you can dine with at the dinner table, all because of of COVID-19. They take away our rights. They will never give them all back to you. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson. Inflation is heavily eroding your purchasing power, putting your savings, your retirement accounts, and future legacy at risk. With more taxes, the continuous threat of war, a national debt exceeding $34 trillion, and the push for central bank digital currencies. Our financial freedom is at stake. So if you have $50,000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. In times of economic uncertainty, securing your family's financial future is essential. Freedom Gold USA is here to empower you. You can act now by calling them 1-800-655-8843. And you can find out more by visiting them at freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Why should you go there? Because the team at Freedom Gold USA is ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in these uncertain times. Learn how to add gold and silver to your IRA or have it shipped to your home. You can safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future today. Now, here's the best part. When you call them, you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's right. Call 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Last week, we had a podcast that went viral and it was with a legal expert who went through your rights, what they are, what your religious rights are, your religious exemptions, and how to fight these mandates at work and in your community. Uh, There are so many people that have reached out to us asking to hear that lawyer again that I'm going to play it for you right now because it is important that people know what their rights are. It is important that people understand how to fight back. Joining me now to talk about your rights is uh, a man that works for the Liberty Justice Center. They just filed a case on behalf of six nurses in Illinois who were required to get vaccinated or lose their jobs. All religious or uh, conscience, conscience exemptions requests have been denied. The nurses sued the hospital for the blanket denial of religious vaccine exemptions. 
The man who's working on this, Daniel Sir, is the managing attorney for the Liberty Justice Center. Center. Daniel, I appreciate you coming on. I've got a lot of questions. So I want to start with the basic premise. Explain to everyone that is listening right now, what are your rights, everybody's rights, when it comes to requesting a religious exemption? Let's start with that. Yeah, absolutely, Ben, and thanks for having me on the program this morning. And I'm glad you have, because it's such an important topic. The sanctity of conscience is one of our fundamental rights as Americans. Uh, there's a reason that you know religious liberty comes at the beginning of the First Amendment. It's something that we value as a society, and it's something that we should expect not only our government, but also our employers to respect, because nobody should have to choose between their job and their faith. And so for all of us across the country, uh, there's a federal law called Title VII, and it says that your employer has to make reasonable accommodations of your religious faith. And so it's, it's being litigated in courts right now across the country to, to ask this question of how reasonable accommodation works in a vaccine context. And I think what's most important is that they have to make an individualized assessment of what's reasonable in your situation. All of us work in a different environment, and so it might be for a particular person's job that uh, wearing a mask or working from home or working a different shift. Like There are lots of different ways that people can reasonably stay safe and at the same time keep their job without compromising their beliefs. I'll give you an example of, of, of another question I got asked was there was an employee at a hospital in Alabama. She doesn't go to the hospital anymore. She does billing and collections from home. She hasn't been in the hospital now in almost two years. She is now being mandated to get a vaccine. She will get fired from her job, even though she doesn't even work at the hospital. She has applied for a religious exemption and it was immediately denied. What is the next course of action for someone like that? Yeah, that's a, a, an important question, and it's a sad story, right? This just shows, I think, the um, craziness that some employers have just been swept up in that's really going across our society, this overreach uh, that they feel like they can, can dictate these things to people, and they can't, and they shouldn't. Everybody should have a right to keep their faith and their job. And for someone like that, you know, I would, I would encourage them to reach out to, to legal counsel. We're Liberty Justice Center. Our website's libertyjusticecenter.org. Again, that's libertyjusticecenter.org. But there are a lot of other organizations doing great work in this space um, on behalf of religious liberty and the rights of conscience for individuals. Uh, but you should reach out to a, a nonprofit organization that believes in religious liberty Tell your story. I'll, I'll warn you, there are lots of these cases coming in right now, uh, but I think that is just indicative of how important it is for really the Supreme Court eventually to take one of these cases and set down a national rule that clarifies and reinforces the rights of conscience. Well, let's talk about United for a second. Six brave employees there decided to, st- to sue with their vaccine mandates. They got a judge who did a basically a pause while they kind of work through this uh, so that they wouldn't lose their jobs or be forced to get a vaccine by the by the arbitrary date that was set by the company. And it just took six brave people to do this. You, you, look, you look at these six people that you guys are representing now, uh, these six nurses in Illinois who were required to get a vaccine or lose their jobs. You guys are representing them now. What is happening with that case? And it seems like if you just lawyer up, there's a very good chance that a court is going to say, pause, hold on a second. You, we're going we're gonna to work through this in the appropriate manner and not just say you're going to get fired by January the 2nd or June 3rd or whatever the date is. You get my point. I, I do, Ben. And I think it's important, you know, it highlights the fact that we're acting like this is a crisis, that it has to be resolved tomorrow. And the reality is we've had vaccines for months now. We've been living in this pandemic for months now. And so the idea that all of a sudden President Biden says on September 9th, we're going to have employer mandates. 
and yet his own administration has not issued the rule that is supposedly an emergency over a month later, which I think really just betrays that they want these companies to do the dirty work so the companies get sued rather than having us sue the federal government, which is where the real problem starts in terms of this massive overreach into people's lives. Uh, But for our nurses, I represent six wonderful nurses at Riverside Hospital in Kankakee, Illinois. They have been on the front lines of this pandemic, day in and day out, showing up to serve patients for the last 20 months. And their hospital is going to throw all of that aside because they are unwilling to compromise their convictions. That's not just wrong, it's illegal. And this is one of those moments where the law protects people like these nurses so they don't have to choose between their faith and their job. It is amazing to me how many people are losing their jobs because of these push-in dates and, and, and that are being pushed on them. Yesterday, we saw a significant number uh, in Seattle of police officers there that resigned. They resigned and made their last radio call, some of them after 18 years, 21 years, because of the vaccine mandates. We're seeing this happen all over the country where people are being forced. Is there any way to get those jobs back after you quit? So the law allows for a a judge to order reinstatement. Um, So it's certainly possible. Uh, But I just, I really admire all of these people who are standing up for their rights. I mean, let's just be honest, Ben. It's it's hard to choose, you know, to be in this situation. It's, It's coercive pressure that people are feeling um, and and to stand up for your rights, uh, even when it's hard, even when it's unpopular, um, to to seek out a lawyer and potentially file a case. Like these are important major uh, life choices. But I think it reflects just how deeply and how sincerely people hold these beliefs, people hold these convictions, and those are precisely the sort of convictions we as a society should give the most respect. And, and the law protects. Uh, Daniel, I, I want to go back to uh, an important question. So many people want to know, when you apply for a religious exemption, do you or should you get the ability to present your case in person, or is it just through writing? Because there's a lot of people that I have talked to that said they don't feel like the paperwork gives a personality um, to their claim to their case and they're just filling out paperwork and then they're getting back denied in an email and they're like I didn't meet with anybody I didn't get to talk to anybody what are your rights when it comes to even getting to vocally uh, explain your reasoning behind requesting a religious exemption it's a great question and uh, I wish I could give you a, a, a clear answer I would say that there's certainly a best practice that employers should Uh, hear people out, not just through the paper, uh, but through a conversation. I know many employers do, uh, but for those employers who don't, it it is certainly a best practice. I think the touchstones of this sort of analysis from the employer's perspective, um, if I'm a a lawyer for a company, I'm I'm really looking at uh, three questions. The first is, is this person sincere? you know, we're in a moment right now in our culture where, where I think employers feel um, this media story, that there are a lot of insincere uh, claims of religious exemption, and so they want to make sure that the claim is sincere, um, and, you know, it's helpful to be able to explain in your own words, you know, why your faith leads you to this conviction. Uh, the second question is, what's the burden on the employer? Um, you know, is this the sort of thing that's going to uh, create real, real headaches for the employer? And I think outside of the healthcare context, you know, common sense would say no, but obviously, you know, everybody's in a different situation. And then the third and equally important question, and I think really why an individualized assessment of, of each employee is important, is to ask what are the reasonable accommodations that can be made? Are there any adjustments here? Can we physically 
socially distanced. I was going to say, let, let's talk about that. Mask. What is a, yep. when you say a reasonable accommodation, one, explain that right, please. And, and two, then layman's terms, even more so, how that is, what, what, what that looks like in the real world. I think it's common sense. I mean, the reality is we've all been living uh, unvaccinated through at least a large part of the pandemic because there was no vaccine, right? And so we put in place uh, the procedures that could best accommodate, could best protect people, um, knowing that, that there was this virus on the loose. And so we, we've seen with our own eyes, with common sense, that through physical distancing, through uh, hand washing, through um, even some more significant kind of changes in our routines, like telework, um, there are, are, are simple, common sense steps we can take to minimize risk. And so I think of your, your example earlier, Ben, your caller who, you know, works from home. If, if you're that person and you're not going into a work setting, like that seems like an incredibly strong case for a reasonable accommodation. Um, and, and it's important because that's unique to you, because your situation is uh, yours alone, that employers perform this sort of individualized assessment to figure out you know, how can we work with you in a reasonable, common-sense way to keep your coworkers safe and keep you safe uh, while still respecting your religious beliefs? Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson. Inflation is heavily eroding your purchasing power, putting your savings, your retirement accounts, and future legacy at risk. With more taxes, the continuous threat of war, a national debt exceeding $34 trillion, and the push for central bank digital currencies. Our financial freedom is at stake. So if you have $50,000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. In times of economic uncertainty, securing your family's financial future is essential. Freedom Gold USA is here to empower you. You can act now by calling them 1-800-655-8843. And you can find out more by visiting them at freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Why should you go there? Because the team at Freedom Gold USA is ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in these uncertain times. Learn how to add gold and silver to your IRA or have it shipped to your home. You can safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future today. Now, here's the best part. When you call them, you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's right. Call 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Let's talk about if you are listening right now and you say, I'm not religious, right? I'm not one that is, is going, I'm not agnostic or I don't really believe in God. There, there could be a hundred different scenarios, but I think I painted that picture pretty clear. My point, you're not a religious person. Everybody knows you're not a religious person. What are your options if it goes against your conscience? Because you don't have to be religious to, 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 be, to have a conscience or say no, right? Maybe, you've, maybe you feel like because you've already gotten COVID-19 or the Delta variant that you shouldn't be forced to get that vaccine because you already have some, sort of, so, some capacity of natural immunity at this point because you've already been infected. Maybe I'll, I'll give you another example. A listener said I'm, I, I, she lost her job. Because she was pregnant, 
refused to get the vaccine while pregnant. Another uh, person contacted us. They were going through in vitro, lost their job because her doctor actually said, the in vitro doctor said, I don't want you taking the vaccine right now while we're going through in vitro. Lost her job because the date came and it left and bam, both of them are now unemployed. It just breaks your heart, doesn't it, Ben? I mean, it just is so uh, heartbreaking to, to hear these stories and, and meet these clients and, and see what this is doing to our uh, society that, that people cannot respect uh, the rights of others, and they should. Um, so let me ask, answer your particular question. Uh, the law that, for instance, I've sued under in Illinois is entitled the Healthcare Rights of Conscience Act. Uh, and you're absolutely right that for some people, conscience is a uh, faith commitment. It's a religious commitment. But for other people, uh, it's, it's an ethical system. It's a set of moral convictions. Um, and, for instance, the Illinois law protects people whose, whose moral com- commitments come from something other than faith um, in the same way that it protects people's uh, religious commitments. So I think it's important uh, that that we focus on this sort of sincerely held uh, belief that it needs to be a, a deep conviction, uh, but that the law should respect and employers should respect uh, people who who hold these beliefs and not put them in these sort of impossible uh, coercive positions. Um, and I just have so much respect for uh, people who hold on to their convictions knowing the cost, right? That losing your job is a big deal. Um, and when you believe something so deeply, so sincerely, that you're you're not willing to compromise it, that you're willing to be that police officer who signs off after 20 years, um, it's just incredibly uh, humbling and and just proud of people like that. And, and I just hope that we can stand up for them, that we can fight back in court and win some of these cases. So no doubt. Nobody else is put in that kind of position. I'm on the clock. My employer has put me on the clock. They're listening to the Biden administration on these mandates and they put me on the clock. I now have days, not months, not even weeks anymore to make a decision or get fired. If you are one of those individuals who is facing that stopwatch that's been started by your employer? What are the give them the the steps uh, in order, if you can, of what they need to do first, second, and third to try uh, to stand up for themselves? So I think it's really important to connect with an attorney. Obviously, the sooner the better. Uh, when you do so, it's helpful to have whatever paperwork that you have uh, been given around your case as possible, right? So just take a minute to line up. Here are the emails that I've received from my company. Here are the uh, documents that I submitted explaining my religious beliefs. Here's the denial or the appeal letter that I've sent. Um, If you can go to an attorney with those things in a folder, um, I can't tell you how much easier you make our life. And when, when days matter, when we're, we're on a clock, uh, it's really helpful to have those basic uh, pieces of evidence lined up on the front end. And then often I think um, employers are sometimes at least reasonable, maybe not all of them, uh, but we, we, we refer to it as litigation by letterhead, right? Like sometimes just getting uh, a letter from an attorney uh, saying that I represent this person and uh, I'm, I'm worried that their rights are being violated and we don't want to have to sue you, uh, will cause an employer to take a second look at a situation because their calculus changes. Right now, for a lot of employers, they feel like we'd better deny all of these exemption requests because we don't want to get sued because somebody gets COVID at work. Now, all of a sudden, they're thinking, man, I don't want to get sued if I deny this request because this person has a sincerely held religious belief. Uh, so sometimes that can be solved just by being represented and, and letting the employer know you're serious. Uh, but ultimately, sometimes it means you have to go to court and, and file a case. And I think judges have been good about recognizing, let's put a pause, like you were giving an example earlier, Ben. Let's put in a pause. Let's figure out the law. 
and let's not force anybody out of their job without giving full consideration to their legal rights. Where do you get these attorneys? Another question that is that has been <laughs> asked, and that is, okay, do I need somebody locally? Do I Google it? Do I call a, a large organization uh, like yours at Liberty Justice Center? And then how are you guys finding the attorney in our state, you know, where I'm calling from? Yeah, great question. Very practical and, um, and very important because I know, as you say, people are on the clock. So there are um, national organizations. Mine is libertyjusticecenter.org, uh, but there are other great organizations uh, in this space. Um, I'll say that, you know, there are a lot of people reaching out right now uh, to, to groups like mine, and um, they, they want to help. We want to be helpful. But obviously, really, what, what I think we need to do, not just as a conservative legal movement, but as a country, is get some major precedent set to get big cases decided um, in, in important courts, at state Supreme Courts, at regional courts of appeals, ultimately at the U.S. Supreme Court, so we can bring clarity. Uh, but I know that that's a multi-month process. And if, and if you're on the clock today, um, I think reaching out to a local attorney who does employment law uh, is, is an equally good option. There are plenty of great attorneys who specialize in, in employment law. And ultimately, this is a, we call it Title VII as attorneys. Um, for most people on, on most states, there's either going to be a federal Title VII law or there'll be some state uh, religious liberty or right of conscience act that's going to be the go-to for the attorney. And there'll be a person in, in your state who knows that and should be able to help you. Another question that has come in, and that is, is I think, another you know, important logistical question. What about retaliation? Um, there have been several people that have asked that. I'm worried most, mostly about retaliation. And do I need to get power in numbers? Do I need to recruit other people and we go to an attorney together? Or is my case sufficient enough? What do these attorneys want? Groups like you, do you want 5, 6, 10, 15 employees that work in the same place that have all been denied their religious exemptions? So it's a, a very fact kind of specific, but I would say generally, yes, yes, and yes. Uh, with, by which I mean, if you can just stand up and it's just you, uh, that's all it takes, right? Like we started the show, Ben. Six employees at a huge global company like United were enough uh, to get a case started. So if it's, if it's just you and you are ready to stand up and insist on your rights, like good for you, and, and, and it can be done. Um, but especially, I think you're right, Ben, for, for this feeling of retaliation, uh, knowing that it's illegal, right? You cannot, employers can't retaliate uh, in other ways against employees, but it's still a legitimate concern uh, when they exercise their legal rights. Uh, if you can come in as a group, uh, that's great. And, and it's powerful not just in uh, the courtroom, but in the court of public opinion to see people standing up and standing together, right? The coach and his four assistant coaches that we just heard about in the news break, standing together. Uh, the only caution that comes with that is the more people you add to a case, uh, the more complexity you add. Um, and so if it's the sort of thing where there was just blanket denials, then having lots of people is good. Uh, but you probably heard me earlier say we need an individualized assessment if they've gone through individualized assessments and then made denial, it's not necessarily wise to sue as a group because, you know, hopefully those assessments were truly individualized and they just came to the wrong answer. Um, but when in doubt, I think coming as a group is, is great, but not necessary. Two more questions for you, and one of them is dealing with states' rights. You see what Florida and Tucson, they have recently said you, you can't have mandates uh, on your employees in your states, they believe they're going to win on a state's rights issue. Your reaction to that, and are those states getting it right, and should others be advocating for them to do the same thing in their state? Absolutely. Good for Florida, good for Texas. Uh, one of our kind of core foundational principles as a constitutional republic is that the federal government is one of limited powers 
and state governments are where policy decisions affecting people's everyday lives should be made. And public health is one of those policies that has historically been committed to the states. There's a reason that um, all of these orders we've seen reacting to COVID, all the shutdown orders, all these sorts of things, they came from governors and not from the president. And that's because it's governors who have this power in our system. And that's the power both to regulate and the power to ensure freedom, like they're doing in Florida and Texas. And so when the president comes in with these sweeping nationwide mandates, like this, this forthcoming OSHA mandate, um, that is a violation of the way our system is built. It is illegal. As soon as the Biden administration issues it, they are going to get sued. We are going to be one of the people who sue them, and I think they are going to lose. They deserve to lose because our constitutional system is based on states as the center for policy like this. And when the federal government overreaches, courts are going to stop it. We saw it already with the eviction moratorium. I think we're going to say the same thing play out with this OSHA mandate. Last question for you, and I just got this uh, from someone who has already been fired from their job. They want to know what are their rights and is there a chance to get their job back? They did reply for two different exemptions. First was conscientious. That was denied. Then religious. That was denied. And they've been fired because they weren't fully vaccinated by the deadline. Is there any way to fight that or is the damage already been done? you got to move on with your life. Um. Obviously, for starters, I'm sorry. Whoever that listener is right now, like, I'm, I'm sorry you were ever put in that place. And um, equally, like, props to you for sticking by your beliefs, even when it costs a lot. Um, you know, I'll just say personally, like, the Bible promises us there's going to be persecution in this world. And um, for a lot of people right now, that is that is what they're feeling. Um, but just respect for, for sticking by your beliefs. So wearing my lawyer hat, I'll say uh, you can certainly still talk to an attorney. You certainly still have rights. Uh, And even if you've been fired, if that's you, um, the um, employment attorney uh, can still help. And even if you can't get your job back, uh, you'll be entitled to monetary damages if your employer acted illegally. So don't don't give up hope. Don't give up the fight. Uh, There's still uh, recourse for someone whose religious rights have been violated. And um, if it, it's, it's impossible to say you're not sincere, right? If you went all the way to accepting termination because you were going to stick by your beliefs, uh, that's the best proof of all that you are sincere in them. And that should count for a lot in court. Daniel, I appreciate your time, Daniel, sir, managing attorney for Liberty Justice Center for so many that are going to hear this. Uh, one, please share it. We'll have it, uh, obviously, uh, the podcast is the easiest way for you to share this audio. How can they get in touch with you and get uh, information that may help them as they move through this process from you guys? Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, Ben. Thanks for caring about the Constitution and your listeners and, and the rights of conscience. We've got to band together in this moment as uh, people who believe in freedom. We have to uh, stick together. We have to stand up for our rights. You can start as a listener. Just go to libertyjusticecenter.org. It's libertyjusticecenter.org. We love liberty. We love justice. Uh, so that's what we do every day. Uh, and, and reach out to our team, uh, connect to, to get help. Uh, but equally, there are other great attorneys out there at other great groups um, or even just in your local community who specialize in uh, employment law. But don't just accept it. Stand up for your life, rights fight back, and uh, we can stop this kind of coercion. We can stop this kind of overreach because fundamentally it, it violates who we are as Americans. Daniel, again, thank you for coming on, and I will say this. Every one of you that wants to help other Americans right now that may be losing their jobs, please send them a link to this podcast so that they know how you can fight back and what your rights are. So if you'll help more Americans see this, Uh, That is only going to help us organize and fight back. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. 
Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.